What's the Matter with Casey and Connor. We're excited to have you with us today as we go on a journey um, recording from Casey's studio apartment with the rain kind of pitter-pattering on the outside. It's really nice. It is nice. It's, it's super a, nice. a rainy night and I like the way that the street lights reflect. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, on the yeah. water. It's like you're living on a pond. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's that's it by way of introduction. So we're going to turn the time over to Casey for some local news. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, re- some really awesome stuff here today. Um, man, I've, I'm really get a little snotty in the throat. Um, so recently I was reading about an incredible feat of the scientific um, journey that we're all on. Um, in, at the University of Utah, researchers identified a molecule that could treat or stall Parkinson's disease. And that's just a step forward in kind of this fight um, that we've had for a while. And so I just wanted to delve into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, More so the, the team it. used a robotic, oh. Oh. That the door. oh, you know what, here, why don't you go get it? Hello, um, I'm, I'm here for the pizza delivery. Oh, that's right. It's the hey. pizza delivery. Yeah. You're the, the postman, right? The nighttime postman. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Are, Who you also delivers pizza. Yes. That's right. Well, come on in! Uh, Pull up a chair! Yeah, we're actually doing our podcast right now. Sorry, that's why I couldn't um, shake your hand. Here, come on. Uh, okay. Pull up a chair. Th- oh, thank you for the pizza. Of course. Yeah. It's my job, I guess. Well, yeah, I, I got, uh, got it off of Amazon. I know you're a postman, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I know there's better ways to go about getting pizza, but... Yeah, I was really curious about that, actually. Yeah. So, well, thank you for being so kind and joining us here we'll eat the pizza later and i'll tell you how it is so what's your name you're not from here right no i'm rick you're rick yes I'm rick. Oh, okay and where are you from i'm can you not tell from my accent um i would guess um <laughs> mexican uh, uh, um i know i'm from england Clearly oh Sweden. right yeah, yeah, yeah england yeah yeah, 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 yeah. right our forefathers Yes, uh-huh. on the, uh, the other side of the pond. Yeah, ex- the well, pond. <laughs> that's right, because we are on pond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, well, I, my family moved here when I was 14. Oh. Um, and my parents were extremely abusive. Wow. And uh, I ran away. Oh. When, when you were... Um, Young. Did Why you always want? You sorry, that was horrible. Uh, did you always want to be a um, pizza del- pizza delivery man he's for a, Amazon and post nightman? He's night, a post. He's a nighttime, nighttime postman. postman who I just happened pizza from Amazon. Right, I just happened to. Was get that always? Pizza was that always Amazon. on the docket of your dreams? Uh, no, not at all. Actually, I wanted to be a writer. Oh, a paperback writer? No, no, no like a, a journalist. Oh, oh, sorry. I was thinking writer, like um, Bowles. 
I was or no, you don't write. I guess you can write. I can understand it. how they'd be confusing. I was thinking accent. paperback uh, writer because of the accent, because of the Beatles. But yeah, nah. Okay. I like it. Generalist. Yeah. Accent. So Rick, right? Yes, um, well, do you have any like message that you'd like to send to the world, like a any memorized poem from when you were young before the. the, be- the yeah. One of my favorites has always been the crow. What's his face? Uh, is that by Poe? Yes, Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. It's very dark, and I guess my message would be that you know, nothing matters. Oh. Well, that's such Thank a coincidence um, because we're here to solve that problem because we we believe there are things that matter, you know. But Rick, um, I just you you've got a friend in both of us. Um, what if you if there's not a lot of things going on over at the good old UPS or the Amazon. USPS? Or, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, just coming over. Yeah, I actually don't know your names. Could I? What, what, what do you, what's your names? Oh, should we? Connor. Them? Okay. Okay. Cool. Casey. Oh, wonderful. Yep. Really nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Well, nice to meet you. Thanks you, for coming um, by. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much for coming by. We'll let you know. Um, you know where we live. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, have a great night. Don't nice. get too wet out there. Stay strong. Remember, there there are things that matter. Uh, I'll try. Thank you. All right. Love you, man. Oh, thank you so much. Is that a thing from your country? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Mm. Sweet. <laughs> Rick. Yes, please write that. Uh-huh. What a... Interesting chat. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I didn't expect that to go that way. Yeah, I'm excited for the pizza once we're done though. Yeah, me too. Um, Well, um, that's all I have about Parkinson's disease, so we'll turn it over to you. Fantastic. Uh, Thank you for the information. You know, uh, I think it's about time that we get a caller on the line. Okay. So let's do that now. Perfect. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, What's the Matter with Casey and Connor? Is that so? That is so. All right. Um, Sorry, we, that that was, I'm flattered nice to be on. Um, we'd like to uh, introduce you. Could we have you introduce yourself to, to the people listening? Of course. Uh, my name is Jack. And Great. I, uh, okay. Um, Jack, we're... Um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast, but we're we're gonna be playing a little game. Um, and it's gonna be you versus Casey. Mm. Oh. Okay. And okay. Uh, the game. Nice to meet you, Jack. By the way, sorry if we're gonna be opponents. I feel like I should. Yeah. Right. And and the game is name that person. That's awesome. Okay. I can name so many people. It's insane. So. I I feel like I know a good amount of people. That's oh good. Gosh. Well, that's okay. All right. Well, this should this, this should be good. Yeah. Um, so the way this is going to work is I'm gonna I'm gonna name off a series of um, of facts and perhaps okay. quotes from these people, and okay. and then I I just want to whoever gets it first wins. There are three people, so awesome. best two out of three takes it. All right. And, okay. Is uh, it like a speed round or is it turn based? How do we? It's a speed round. So I'm gonna okay. just you'll both hear the mm. the. The fact, That's and then tough. whoever gets it first wins. Okay. And right. you you have to say, Ooga, Ooga Booga, 
booga booga. When you have it, is and that, then and then state buzzer? and then state the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It was yeah, Uga Booga's the buzzer. And so that's mine too. It's also yours. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we're gonna start off with person number one. Oh, and the winner, I'll Venmo a dollar too. Are you serious? Oh, yep. dang. Nice. Okay, so this is high stakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, round one. This person mm. met Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart when they were both children. Mm. This person, <laughs> at a young age. Oh, Isaac Newton. I don't know. Okay. That's just kidding. Yeah. Sorry. If, if sorry, you're not, man. if you're not, and you didn't say Uga Booga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. At a young I'm age, stupid, guys. at a young age, this person moved to France, leaving behind their pet dog, Mops. Okay. Okay. Right. Still no answer. This person appears in the 2014. Animated film, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Oh, God. <laughs> I have seen that film. I have it's not. You got an advantage already. Jack. Okay. I'm trying to think. All I right. can think of one person. All right, continue. This this is a big clue. This, is okay. <laughs> this person married King Louis the Sixteenth of France. Booga booga. All right, Jack. Who is Marie Antoinette? Correct. <laughs> big, big time. No All right. Well, Jack takes oh number goodness. one. <laughs> Jack takes number one. Oh, wow. Uh, the last, the last, um, the last places. clue that I that I had written down and prepared uh, was "Let them eat cake." Uh, uh, okay. I, I think I. No, I wouldn't have gotten it. Um, anyway. So, uh, and and these these facts are pulled mostly from the internet and also um, from my own brain. Okay. I like it. We are, we're moving like on to person game. number two. Jack leads 1-0. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Person number two. This person, at the age of 20, was drafted into military service and spent one year serving in Algeria. Hmm. Okay. The guy from um, Secondhand Lions. No. Michael Caine. No. <laughs> Not Michael Caine. <laughs> this person hired a gardener to dust... They're water lilies. That's not a euphemism, right? No, it's not a euphemism. It it's legit. I don't know. This it person, all sorts of stuff. This person had Jeez. legitimate water lilies, and had a gardener to dust them. Okay, this is a quote from this person. Aside okay. from painting and gardening, I'm good for nothing. Hmm. <sighs> This person is known as the founder of Impressionism. Booga booga. Jack. I'm going to go with Pablo Picasso. No, it is not Dang, Pablo Picasso. Uh, I don't know my art Ooga that booga. well. Ooga booga. Casey. Wait, but he's not... I mean, Impressionism like Claude Monet? Claude Monet! Ding ding ding! I didn't correct. Nice. I, I just I just didn't know all that other stuff about him, but I, I, I knew that he was that. the father. And, all right, fair enough. Yeah, he was a he was actually a renowned gardener and also a renowned cook. One of the other facts is that his early um, journals were turned into cookbooks. There you go. Uh-huh. That, you, that you can purchase. Yeah, I did not. I gotta, I gotta brush probably, up on my he probably made a lot more money off that. Okay. I'm glad I won. Uh, you know, obviously that was fixed, so it'd be more Extends interesting. The game. Yeah. Right. The well, game. this yeah, three rounds. Knew I know. The last um. This last person is very important, okay? All right. Okay. I want you both to be on your best right here. 
Okay. Even though this person has all of the money that they can dream of, their breakfast choice remains a big bowl of Berry Captain Crunch, and their favorite sandwich is tomato and mayo on Wonder Bread. Huh. These are taken from the internet, this, this segment. All right. Okay. okay. I, I have some ideas, but I'm going to let it I also, I simmer. also, but okay. probably more ideas than Casey has, but uh, yeah, this, this is a, um, a local fact. This person was once late to one of their own performances in Salt Lake City because they were visiting a young fan in the hospital. Isn't that oh, sweet? Shoot. It's tender. That's great. Um, this person used the love for their iconic head of hair to raise money for charity. They once cut their hair and auctioned it off for $40,000. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay. This person is also not a fan of cats. They attribute this dislike to once having a dream about a cat that ate them. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. I almost lost my cool there. Dang. I, I feel like I know it, but... All right, all right. Small like hair. Doesn't like cats. Are there more? This cats? person has many talents. Not only can they juggle, but they can also do front flips... And backflips. Oh shoot, that throws me. I, I I'm, that threw that threw me I'll off. I take back my prior mm-hmm. statement. I I'm feeling I have less ideas than yeah. Casey. Okay, <clears throat> this is a big clue. Uh-huh. This person is from Ontario, Canada. Ooga booga. Ooga booga. Casey, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Nice. The beach. Uh, my my original guess was Taylor Swift because I feel like there's just a lot of facts about her where like she's trying to be relatable, you know, like the breakfast mm-hmm. thing and but the, then the front flip thing. I just I haven't seen it, so mm-hmm. it's hard to believe it. The, one of the last uh, quotes on the Beebs was that uh, purple is the color of choice. He is often mm-hmm. seen wearing yep. this shade in various he hues. Is often yeah. seen purple. I agree. Well, Casey, you're the better man. I. I I don't know what else to say. Well played. Um, yeah, but you know, you had me on my toes the whole time, Jack. So I think. Well, the first one was a history fact. I feel like I, I came out of the gate strong, and then art and pop culture. Uh, I, yeah, the I guess. Fell off. What can I say? Yeah. But that's all right. Um, history is more important, or is it? You know, you know what's the most important? The prize that I got was the prize of friendship and the journey that we all wow, shared along the way. That's really That's sweet. sweet. Thank you, Jack. All right, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> he's gone. Um, he was he was a good guest, though. Yeah, I, I he was good. His, his uh, I'd like to topic. pick his brain a little bit more about things. Exactly. Yeah, he's so, really, he's a good guy. So that brings us into the matter mm. for this evening. <laughs> and the matter is uh, Napoleon Bonaparte and his surrender at the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> might be wondering how that ties in but uh these were all french people and i consider justin bieber to be french as well because he's from canada that's true and so mm-hmm. um there you go so uh, casey i'm gonna i'm gonna be reading actually an article on the battle of waterloo and then i'm gonna i'm gonna get some of your thoughts um so for those at, those at home who don't who don't fully understand the battle of waterloo this is after Napoleon 
Bonaparte has escaped the island of Elba and he's during his 100 years campaign or 100 days campaign mm-hmm. and he's seeking to sort of reclaim parts of Europe that he's lost. He begins with Belgium. And so after his um, uh, hit the beginning of this, he, he runs into the Battle of Waterloo. So I'm just going to read from history.com. Uh, on June 18th, Napoleon led his army of some 72,000 troops against the 68,000-man British army, which had taken up position south of Brussels near, near the village of Waterloo. Oh, I forgot. Also, I, maybe post-production we can cue in um, the ABBA song, Waterloo. Um, the British army, which included Belgian, Dutch, and German troops, was commanded by the Duke of Wellington, who had gained prominence during fighting against the French during the Peninsular War. In a critical blunder, Napoleon waited until midday to give the command to attack in order to let the waterlogged ground dry after the previous night's rainstorm. The delay gave Blücher, who was the Prussian general, uh, gave Blücher's remaining troops by some accounts numbered more than 30,000, time to march to Waterloo and join the battle later that day. Although Napoleon's troops mounted a strong attack against the British, the arrival of the Prussians turned the tide against the French. The French, em- the French emperor's outnumbered army retreated in chaos. By some estimates, the French suffered more than 33,000 casualties, while British and Prussian casualties numbered more than 22,000. Reportedly fatigued and in poor health during the Belgian campaign, Napoleon committed tactical errors and acted indecisively. He was also blamed for appointing inadequate commanders. Ultimately, the Battle of Waterloo marked the end of Napoleon's storied military career. He reportedly rode away from the battle in tears. Hmm. And just w- one more point uh, on some of my own studies. The, the Battle of Waterloo started around 11.35 a.m. Uh, it was, as the, as the article stated, just outside the village of Waterloo, There were two ridges, the North Ridge, which was uh, called Mont-Saint-Jean, and the South Ridge, which was called La Belle Alliance. And uh, Napoleon was set up on the south while the Duke of Wellington was on the the north. And the Duke had a a great defensive stratagem that allowed them to hold off uh, until around 1 p.m. when the Prussian army came. And around 9.15 p.m., the battle was over Mm. and Napoleon defeated. So... Casey, what I want to ask is is your take on why Napoleon lost at the Battle of Waterloo. Uh, some of the thoughts of, of historians have been that it was Wellington's strength as a military general, um, that rain and mud delay that caused him to not start the battle until later in the day, or just some of Napoleon's own blunders. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, my first thought was... Um why did they name an ice cream after him? But I still don't know, so I'm not going to... Let's see. Um, Well, um, you said that, you know, the guys that he chose in command may have not stepped up to the plate. Um, And I think, you know, despite all of the the opinions we have about Napoleon, he got people to do stuff, you know, and he got, 
and so maybe that was just like a little kink in the in the in the gears in the in the chain link you know and mm-hmm. so maybe it was someone lower in the hierarchy that kind of started that fall um also the thing about the rain is interesting because i watched a really good movie called the king um it's on a streaming service i don't want to give them any credit for anything so i'm not going to name it but um they uh it was about king henry when he invaded france and they uh were extremely outnumbered and what they did like everyone was kind of saying like oh 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 wait or we have to fight before the rain right and and but a few of the his king henry's like mentors they're like no no no, no. um um wait till after the rain and then they're going to come in their they were going to fight on a hill and the french had the upper ground so they were going to come down with all their horses and really heavy armor and what the english did is they waited till after the rain and so everything was muddy mm. um but it was in a field on a hill so you couldn't really tell how just how muddy, how muddy it, was it was if you were up on top and so the super heavy french guys came down and got stuck in the mud and then the english that were outnumbered but they just had a bunch of archers surrounding them that were super lightweight and then they had a bunch of other guys without a ton of armor that came in on the sides and just like wow um that was cool so maybe there was something like that i think maybe yeah. the weather it's kind of like the opposite of the battle of bunker hill yeah where the british went up the yeah right yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i, I do I, have I another question oh, sorry finish there could be a, yeah there could be a pattern there that maybe um What's what was the other guy's name? Weston, the Duke of Wellington. Wellington, mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe he had some type of this. You know, this came a few centuries after that battle, so maybe they had maybe. some, some ins- an inside scoop on the rain. Uh, yeah, and once again, the British versus versus the French. Uh, do you think Napoleon's height had anything to do with his loss at the Battle of Waterloo? You know, I read that Napoleon is act- was actually like very average height back then. But just the world's average height has gone up, and because I guess he was a figure of controversy, we decided to make him short and and have little man syndrome. Well put. I have one more thing to read once again from from history.com. This fact comes from an article entitled Seven Things You Didn't Know About the Battle of Waterloo. Nice. And this says, Scavengers harvested teeth from dead soldiers to make dentures. Oh. Within hours of the battle's end, (laughs) locals employing pliers as well as small hammers and chisels began to remove the front teeth from tens of thousands of soldiers lying dead in the battle. (laughs) That's not funny. Times have changed. It's not funny. For the better in many ways. um, With demand for human teeth high... The looters sold the, the pilfered teeth to dentists who crafted them into dentures. According to England's National Army Museum, English dentists, dentists did nothing to conceal their sources, advertising the dentures as Waterloo teeth or Waterloo ivory. Mm. Even by the time of the Civil War, English dentists continued to do a brisk trade, importing the teeth of fallen soldiers, still referred to them as Waterloo teeth. 
Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I know our, de- our demographic is um, not really thinking about this, but when you get dentures, you should verify their origin. I agree. It's sort of like um, when you're purchasing a diamond, you make sure you know where it came from so that it didn't come from uh, like a war-torn country or, or a place yeah, no, where that's they're, actually, they're exploiting the diamonds. Right. In a modern application, would be that would be a better that would, Yeah. Yep. But also just make sure that your teeth don't come from the Battle of Waterloo because uh, not only would that be really weird, but it also be nearly impossible and the teeth would be pretty decayed by now uh i would think so so maybe they're actually worth quite a bit of money so if you could get your hands on them yeah just don't put them in your own mouth but like maybe yeah maybe display them Mm -hmm. all right um lot to learn take out of that um topic so just like a lot of things to apply in our daily living i think yeah um and uh now that you know our instagram account uh at w.t.m.podcast um go ahead and give us a follow and comment why you think um they named an ice cream after napoleon maybe it has to do with something um about the teeth Thank you for joining us on What's the Matter?